Welcome to GeoRumor, your source for the latest in global affairs. I'm your host, Olivia Smith. Before we delve into today's updates, a quick reminder that GeoRumor provides news updates and not professional advice. Now, let's jump in. We have a lineup of compelling stories. They delve into the heart of critical global events. First up, a shocking incident near Innovations High School in Chicago highlights the harsh reality of violence in public spaces. Then, we'll share the tragic story of Imoni Shears and Jikis Roberts in Wichita. It sheds light on the devastating impact of senseless violence on our youth. Tensions rise in Michigan. Mayor Hammoud and Arab Americans protest against election talk. It's a response to the heartbreaking events in Gaza. In a seismic fallout in Manhattan, Nikki Haley challenges Donald Trump. This is after the staggering $83 million defamation verdict. Stay tuned. We will analyze an important strategy by the United States. We'll explore how Greece receives a remarkable military package. The package is generously armed. It is accompanied by a $200 million grant. Let's shift our focus to the Middle East. We'll dive into the complexities faced by Israel. It is battling to dismantle Hamas's tunnel network. In addition, Netanyahu faces intense backlash over the largest troop losses. He also faces backlash over a hostage dilemma. Australia, Italy, the UK, and the US have frozen funding to UNRWA. They say a few staff members were involved in a Hamas attack on Israel. It's a packed episode you won't want to miss. Don't forget to comment, like, and share with friends and family. Let's jump into the latest happenings together. I'm Olivia Smith, and this is GeoRumor. There was a brazen attack outside Innovations High School in the Loop. Two teens lost their lives. The incident unfolded near a bustling CTA stop at Washington and Wabash. It turned a routine school exit into a tragic event. Chicago police said a group of gunmen ambushed students just before noon. They left 17-year-old Monteria Williams dead. They also left 16-year-old Robert Boston dead. The shocking attack unfolded. It left bullet holes in a nearby CTA elevator and forced bystanders to take cover. The brazen nature of the incident has unnerved residents. One woman rightly pointed out, bullets bounce. If you're randomly firing, it could take somebody's life. For Alexis Garcia, a student at a nearby school, this tragedy has become the talk of her class. Alexis Garcia said, it's so sad to hear about it happening in such a public area. The victims were initially in critical condition. However, they succumbed to their injuries. A witness at the scene reported hearing multiple gunshots. They heard howling and crying. Mayor Brandon Johnson expressed condolences. He mentioned the activation of support teams for victims' families and students dealing with the trauma. Community activist Andrew Holmes shed light on the victims' aspirations. The 17-year-old had plans for a trade school. The 16-year-old, a freshman, had just started on a hopeful journey. Police believe it's an isolated incident. They assure there's no ongoing danger in the area. If you have information, reach out to Area 3 detectives at 312-744-8261. This tragic event serves as a stark reminder of the unpredictable nature of violence. Our thoughts go out to the families and the Innovations High School community. In another tragic event, a shocking incident claimed the lives of two young individuals in Wichita, Kansas. Wichita police are investigating the deaths of Amoni Shears, 14, and Jiquez Roberts, 19. They walked into a local hospital with gunshot wounds. 
It's a distressing event. It unfolded late Friday night, around 11.56 p.m. in the 5200 block of E. Kensington Saint. Officers responded to reports of shots fired. At the same time, other officers rushed to the hospital. They pronounced Emoni and Jiquez dead there. Law enforcement officials arrested a 14-year-old suspect. They suspect the teenager of two counts of felony murder. They also suspect the suspect of one count of juvenile possession of a firearm. The police believe all parties involved knew each other. They had gathered at the location of the shooting. Wichita Police Chief Joe Sullivan expressed his sorrow over the loss of life. He was especially sad about the loss of a young life. Chief Joe Sullivan said, receiving notifications about shootings is always disheartening. It becomes even sadder when it involves the loss of a child's life. This has to stop. As a community, we must show young people alternatives to violence. The investigation is ongoing. We will provide updates as we get more information. A recent development has sparked strong reactions. Arab American officials in USA have declined to discuss the elections with Biden's campaign manager, Julie Chavez Rodriguez. Their reason? The ongoing mass killings in Gaza. The sentiment is strong. No political discussions while a genocide unfolds. Dearborn, known as the capital of Arab America, is at the center of this stand. Elected officials like Mayor Abdullah Hamoud emphasize that this is a time to recognize humanity. It's also a time to discuss a change of course in what's unfolding overseas. Now is not the time for electoral politics. The meeting between Arab American leaders and Chavez Rodriguez was canceled. This was due to community pushback. Michigan has a significant Arab American population. They could play a big role in the upcoming elections. They could have a big impact on Michigan, a key swing state. In 2020, despite grievances over Biden's support for Israel, Arab voters backed him. However, recent polls suggest a large decline in Arab American support for Biden. The support stood at 17% in October 2023. Criticism is directed at Biden's unwavering support for Israel amid the Gaza conflict. Community leaders feel betrayed. They point to residents who experience conflicts in their homelands. Despite Biden's attempts to secure Israel's position, the Arab American community in Michigan seems unwilling to support him in the upcoming election. As we move closer to the 2024 elections, the dynamics of Arab American support become complex. In a stunning development, Nikki Haley criticizes Donald Trump. This comes after a Manhattan jury orders him to pay over $83 million. He was found guilty of defaming columnist E. Jean Carroll. This verdict is causing ripples in the political landscape. Former UN ambassador Nikki Haley took to X, which was known as Twitter. She expressed concerns about Trump. She was worried he might become the Republican nominee. This came after a hefty defamation ruling. The jury's decision stems from Trump's comments. He attacked Carol's character after she accused him of sexual abuse. Haley's criticism extends beyond the courtroom. She is pushing for the GOP to move beyond Trump. She is especially concerned about his growing legal problems. Trump, however, dismisses the verdict as a Biden-directed witch hunt on Truth Social. Haley faces a challenge. GOP primary voters increasingly support Trump. They believe the litigation is a conspiracy led by Biden. Prominent Trump surrogates swiftly defend him. They portray the verdict as an assault on free speech. Representative Matt Gates argues for the right to deny false allegations. 
Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene claims Trump faced an unfair trial. Carrie Lake is facing a defamation lawsuit. She called Carol a lunatic. She also alleged a broader attack on America First leaders. Even Representative Elise Stefanik was once critical of Trump. Now, she deems the verdict outrageous. She says it's election interference by Democrats. The political landscape is heating up. This raises questions about the GOP's future dynamics. In a strategic move, the United States is set to arm Greece with a significant military package. The details are nothing short of intriguing. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is expected to announce soon. He is sending a letter to Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis. In the letter, he reveals the generous help. These military systems are free of charge. They are also accompanied by a $200 million grant from the U.S. State Department's foreign military financing. Greece is poised to strengthen its defense capabilities with two C-130s from the U.S. Air Force. The Hellenic Air Force aims to fortify its transport fleet with the planes. Also, we will deliver four literal combat ship-class vessels. This marks a large boost to Greece's naval strength. The package extends further. Greece joined the Constellation Frigate Program. It is a groundbreaking initiative. It will create a fleet of 20 ships for the U.S. Navy. This positions Greece. Few nations will have access to this program in the future. The deal also includes 62 Bradley Armored Fighting Vehicles. It also includes U.S. Coast Guard patrol boats for the Hellenic Navy. Prime Minister Mitsotakis is expected to respond to Blinken. He will address concerns about Turkey's reinforcement with F-16. The letter emphasizes the importance of strengthening Allied defense capabilities. It also considers the security concerns within the alliance. Meanwhile, the procurement process for fifth-generation F-35 fighters is gaining momentum. Defense Minister Nikos Dendias expects to receive the Letter of Offer and Acceptance LOA, soon. This marks a significant step in negotiations. Athens requested 20 plus 20 F-35 plane. Discussions are on the horizon for the procurement of 35 new Black Hawk helicopters. In a complex battleground beneath Gaza, Israel faces a formidable challenge. It has to destroy Hamas's intricate tunnel network. The results so far? Not as successful as Israel had hoped. Let's unravel the intricacies of this subterranean struggle. Reports suggest that up to 80% of Hamas's extensive tunnel system remains intact despite weeks of Israeli efforts. These tunnels are equal to half of the New York City subway system. They serve as crucial assets for Hamas. The tunnels provide storage. They also serve as hiding places and command centers. Israel's central war aims hinge on neutralizing these tunnels. They aim to capture top Hamas leaders and rescue Israeli hostages. But the task proves daunting. Airstrikes, liquid explosives, and flooding are the only effective methods. They named one ambitious operation, Sea of Atlantis. It involved pumping seawater into the tunnels. This raised concerns about the environmental impact, but we have achieved limited success. Key infrastructure remains damaged and Hamas's stronghold is intact. The dilemma deepens. Israel faces the challenge of navigating its main war goals. More than 25,000 casualties have occurred in Gaza. The situation grows more complex. We must balance the need to neutralize Hamas leaders. We must also protect the remaining hostages. 
The focus on clearing specific nodes within the tunnels adds a layer of intricacy to this urban warfare. Hamas leaders and fighters hide in these nodes. Meanwhile, Israel has limited intelligence on the exact location of hostages. This makes the mission even more challenging. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu faces a critical juncture. Israel grapples with its worst day of troop losses. Escalating protests are over the failure to bring hostages back. Let's dissect the complexities surrounding this crisis. Israel's devastating troop losses and the Gaza war raise questions. People wonder about the military strategy. They also wonder about Netanyahu's leadership. 24 troops died. It was the largest one-day loss since the ground offensive began. This has ignited a mounting crisis. The nation mourns 21 reservists lost in a single incident. Emmanuel Navon from Tel Aviv University emphasizes the profound impact on families nationwide. The pressing question is, what is the strategy? How far will Israel go to confront Hamas? Protests are intensifying over Netanyahu's approach. Divisions are surfacing in the war cabinet. Benny Gantz and Gadi Eisenkot reject Netanyahu's stance. They emphasize that victory is impossible with hostages still held in Gaza. The war cabinet finds itself at a crossroads. It is torn between Netanyahu's push for total victory over Hamas. It also feels urgency to bring back the hostages. The growing discontent and protests in Tel Aviv and Jerusalem reflect the current mood. Eisenkot lost his son in the conflict. He emphasizes the need for an agreement with Hamas. This is to secure the hostages' return. This dissent within the cabinet highlights the challenges Netanyahu faces. He must balance military objectives. He must also ensure the safe return of hostages. Israel is grappling with the worst day in Netanyahu's career. Questions are arising about the path forward. Will Netanyahu's steadfast approach lead to resolution? Or will mounting pressures force a reconsideration of tactics? Breaking news from the diplomatic world. Some key donor countries have decided to stop funding the UN Agency for Palestinian Refugees, UNRWA. Australia, Italy, the UK and the US believe the decision is due to a few UNRWA staff's alleged involvement in a Hamas attack on Israel. Let's take a closer look at the details together, shall we? Israel's accusations led the U.S. to suspend payments to UNRWA on Friday. The suspension emphasizes the agency's crucial role. It provides humanitarian support to Palestinians. The U.N. agency has initiated an investigation into the allegations. It stated that 12 of its employees were accused of participating in the attack. The head of UNRWA, Felipe Lazzarini, is very worried. Nine countries have suspended funding. The countries include Germany, Australia, Italy, and the UK. Lazzarini thinks the decision to sanction the entire agency is immensely irresponsible. He is especially concerned because the agency serves a community. He believes it's not fair to penalize the entire community. This is based on allegations against a few individuals. It's particularly true during times of war and crises in the region. International reactions vary. Germany, Australia, and Italy have all joined the funding suspension. They emphasize the need for thorough investigations. Finland before contributed 5 million euros. Now, there must be an independent inquiry. This will ensure the funds don't support terrorism. Switzerland and the Netherlands have been major contributors to UNWA. However, they are waiting for clarification on the accusations. They will decide on funding after they receive it. The British government is quite upset with Israel's allegations. 
They have decided to pause future funding. They are reviewing the situation. The funding pause sends ripples through diplomatic channels. Onarwo will take action against any employee involved in acts of terror. At GeoRumor, we bring you the latest on world affairs, news, breaking news, and more. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and share with friends and family. Your engagement keeps us going. Until next time, I'm Olivia Smith signing off. Keep the global conversation alive. Remember, GeoRumor provides news updates. It does not offer professional advice.